welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit, headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk, or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Get ready for the fame games. Drag Race All-Stars is back after taking a season for the winners. Rue has invited some stars back along with a slew of talent that happened to be available during the filming period. It's time to talk about all things Drag Race All-Stars 8. And joining me to get excited are Allison Wonder and Femme de Violet and Jeremy Torres. How are you all? Hello, monsters. Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing well. Doing well. A little stressed, but we're here. Hi, I'm living, trying to finish undergrad or whatever. Almost done. That sounds hard. I did that a long time ago. <laughs> um, it's actually been this last these last few weeks. I'm like, damn, maybe I liked theater school. No, you don't. I can t- guarantee you right now. No, you don't. You, once you are done, you're like, why did I do that for four years? I could have done it on my own. A star is born. Why did I do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, friends, we are here to talk about Drag Race All-Stars 8. This is our preview podcast. Before we dive into it, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is Entertainment Podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on the podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. I'm putting that out there, friends, because I'm going to be very critical of this cast. If you didn't get it from my intro, I am not excited. What happened? What is this cast? Mediocre at best. This is why we shouldn't do All-Stars every year. It's true. It's true. Remember yeah. when Drag Race used to be, like, staggered and rare and, like, and now it's just, like, McDonald's? I was like we just wrapped up an all-star season <laughs> to have another all-star season. And just imagine if you covered all the shows in, from every single country that has it. It's that never ends, never ends. Hey, all right. you picked it, Mama. You picked I it. I did pick it. Um listen, now now that I have um friends in high places, I'm not getting rid of this. So <laughs> All right, let's go through the facts of the season that we know so far. Drag Race All-Stars 8 will premiere on Paramount Plus on May 12th, 2023. This may be a double premiere again, um, like All-Stars 6 was. Um, No one knows and no one can confirm for me yet. So you might hear two podcasts coming in two weeks. 
The series will be hosted by RuPaul with guests, with judges Michelle Visage, Carson Presley, Ross Matthews, and T.S. Madison. So she is returning for the All Star season. This season will feature a new twist. In addition to competing for a spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame, a parallel competition for the title of Queen of the Fame Games will take place. Over the course of the season, viewers of the show will vote on unused runway looks from the eliminated contestants, and the queen with a fan favorite outfit will win $50,000. Let's talk about this very quickly. That's all we know. Does that mean it's like accumulated? Like each week you get like certain points like they did with the stars? Is it just one outfit? What is thought jeremy you 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 seem excited here <laughs> i'm you know i am uh yeah no uh <laughs> i have thoughts and feelings um based on this uh because we all know like where are they gonna like do the looks for folks to like vote on well i my my thought is that they probably kept everyone so if they didn't if they got eliminated, they stayed at the hotel and they probably had to get in drag every episode and walk the runway and that's how it's going to be. Otherwise, there's really no fair way to do it. Like some people are connected to photographers, some people are not. That's my only thought here. Um, I just, I like this idea, but I don't think we should be celebrating that looks are the number one reason a drag artist succeeds. I completely agree. And also, um, this fandom is racist and biased as hell. Um, so should they really be voting? I personally hope it's American Idol style voting, which is a show I've never watched. But um, I think that that would be like the most reasonable way to do it. Yeah, we probably will just have to like text into like, I don't know. I'm trying to think like sell our or we have to use our cell ruler devices or something or you're gonna have to use the wow presents app or the paramount plus app and that's how you're gonna have to vote and that's really gonna force people to buy the app which you know what listen it's got good content on there if you like survivor and big brother and the challenge and all those shows you got all that on paramount and if you pay a little more you can get showtime which means you can watch yellow jackets and there's my plug for paramount plus please pay me for it <laughs> Um, Allison, do you have any final thoughts on this little twist? I'm tired of them throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks. I'm Listen, saying if you watch Survivor, you would be like, this is nothing. This is, this is, I don't welcome this. Survivor gives us 30 twists a season, and you're like, just go back to the original game, please, Jeffrey Probst. All right. Our guest judges for this season include Maude Apatow, Brandon Boyd, Zoe Deschanel, Tom Felicia, Javisha Leslie, Dina Menzel, Ego Nuotum, Adam Shankman, Jojo Siwa, Robin Thied, and the Las Culturistas, Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang. I remember a time when I used to go to Lady Liberty at the Ace Hotel and Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang were just hanging out there as two annoying gay men. Uh, why are they famous and not, not me? It's not fair. All right. Who are we most excited for? None of them. I think this guest judge list is incredibly boring to be. Not honest. even Adele Dazeem? Not even Jojo Siwa? Dance oh, pass, pass, hard pass. I mean, Jojo Siwa is like the best one and like still like, meh. It's all stars. You couldn't get anyone better. I think I Adina Menzel is going to. Totally she's not winner. funny, is the problem. I mean, I'm not a theater girl, so I don't get riled up over her. Um, we, don't like, we don't like Zoe Deschanel. Nah. 
what about Maude Apatow? She's fun. She I mean, I like bad, Euphoria. She was very bad in Little Shop of Horrors. You heard it here first. And, and she's don't even cabaret in the West End right now. So fucking started that acting heavy production of Cabaret. They're gonna have her. I despicable. Um. Now I do love SNL, so I'm very excited for Bo and Yang. Um, I didn't even know anyone else besides people who watch SNL knew who Egonuodom was. Uh, so good for that to happen. Jeremy, anyone you're excited for? Uh, I think just JoJo. Let's be okay. real. Okay. Uh, everybody else um, is like, eh. <laughs> what queen will be recreating JoJo Siwa's um, just guest judging look? Fraction alopecia? Oh. No, the I, one that one, the hope, one she's wearing in the, in the promo. It's I wild. Nobody. You know what that her outfit and promo reminded me of Nina West. <laughs> outfit. <gasps> yeah. Dude. Just the exact, like literally sure the exact. That was so rude to Nina West. I know. And JoJo <laughs> Siwa at the same time. All right. Um, did you know this is the first all-star seasons to only include one runner-up candy muse or feature a previous all-stars contestant since all-stars form this is the second all-star season to include a queen from an international season being jimbo and this is the second all-star season to feature contestants who were previously lip-sync assassins as jessica wilde and heidi and Claza were both lip-sync assassins previously they included jade essence hall mono exchange and Ali as they appeared as lip-sync assassins before competing on all-star seven I ask this every time I do a preview podcast. What do you want to see? What do you not want to see? And I'm going to tell everyone what I want to see. And if I don't get my fantasy, I'm going to riot. I just need Mrs. Kasha Davis to do Snatch Game. That's all. That's all I want. It's not a hard ask. Are we going to get it? I hope. I hope so. Um, Allison, you always have opinions. What do you want to see? I want to see Candy Muse win. I only care about Candy Muse. That's all I Period. care about. The rest of this, the rest of this cast can leave. All I care about is Candy Muse. Okay, okay, all right, Jeremy. What about you? I'm excited to see more Candy Muse drama. Um, mm-hmm. enter- is it drama? No, more of entertainment. She gives the entertainment to Drag Race. She <laughs> does. Very unfiltered. It's, it's true. I. Then what do you want to see? I I want to see talent, god damn it. I want to see glamour, god damn it. Um, and I also want to see Kasha Davis do snatch game. I hope she does cocktail because you've gotten me really into that song. I don't um, know if they're gonna be allowed to because it's already been um published and released. That being said, I've heard rumors from the other season and someone does her song. So I don't know. We'll see. I will I love that song. And I want Lala Reed to do a fucking bag gown. We'll get to her. We'll get to her. her. (laughs) All right, friends. Um, We are going to do something different this year. Uh, We're doing excitement points TM. Uh, We're not throwing out predictions because predictions are predictions. We're going to talk about how we're excited for certain people and how we're not as excited for other people. Um, (laughs) So I had all of you send me your predictions. Uh, Each You could only give um, each number to one person. Um, and I'm just going to say that none of us are on the same page at all, okay. uh, which is crazy wild. Okay. Well, little disclaimer, I had to give out all 12 numbers, but really it would have been like one, five, and then a bunch of 12s. Right. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, that the problem with that is you can rig the system, and I'm not here to rig. I like to play things fairly. Um, on a show about, on, on a is, podcast about the most rigged television show. It's not the most rigged television show. What are you talking about? It was a battle for second place on Drag Race 15. I didn't watch. Wow. But Sasha Colby okay. ate. She did. She did. All right. Um, let's let's do this. Okay. Our first queen who we're least excited about. Um, this probably comes to no surprise to anyone. I gave her two points. Allison gave her two points. Femme gave her three points. So Jeremy was a little kinder with five points. From Drag Race Season 5, coming in 12th place, it is Monica Beverly Hills. Uh, she started originally as Monica Beverly, where Monica was the name of an Indian goddess in a Bollywood movie she loved. And Beverly came from the movie Pretty Women, as she had a fascination with Hollywood and wanted to live in Beverly Hills. When she moved to Kentucky, she added hills and changed the S to a Z because she's Latin and wanted to have some spice. Monica is the first queen to ever announce that they are transgender women during the taping of the show. Monica was allegedly blacklisted by World of Wonder for making negative comments about RuPaul around the same time when Pearl was permanently banned from appearing on All-Stars. Monica is the only contestant from All-Stars 8 to not be going to DragCon LA 2023. So there's my theory that shit went down. Um, Why? Yeah. You know, that's in, my question here. In the words of the famous Bianca Del Rio, what do you do successfully, quickly? Now, I always throw out a burning question. My question for her is perhaps the, the strangest entry to, to the cast does Monica have the firepower to compete? No. Uh, now, I won't, I'm going to say I'm not meaning it to be controversial, but this is more of a dig at how the casting process works. Is Monica Beverly Hills on this cast because the production says we need to have a trans person on the show every season now? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Like, maybe the bitch didn't want to do it. But hey, Ru- money's money, right? RuPaul is, is so not a transphobe that she's tokenizing a trans woman every single season now. That's how much she cares about the trans community. Yeah. Um. All right. So... Allison, you gave her two points as well as I did. Uh, why are we mm-hmm. not excited for Monica? Her looks previously were bad. She wasn't good at any of the challenges. She has zero personality and has shown nothing off the show since to make me excited for her. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, you're the highest on her with five points. Why are you uh, mildly excited for her? Um, just to see more of them. Honestly, I was like, oh, they still do drag that was that was my my mindset but i was like oh they're gonna have a moment again on tv hopefully um depending on how this goes so i'm slightly more excited slightly and fam i love season five it's my favorite season uh she was there and she was was, she allegedly (laughs) allegedly allegedly um and like i get the only reason she's not at the very very bottom i guess is because like 
as someone with a more fully realized gender identity, I'm excited to see what she does. That being said, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm, yeah. Live, laugh, love. Let's talk about the promo look. The look is by Randall Hill, hair by Christy Da Vinci. Now, I don't know what the exact prompt was, but based on literally everybody else in this cast, I'm going to say it's red carpet. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what red carpet she was going to. Uh, maybe the VMAs. I could see this maybe on the VMAs. Um, it, it's it's not as great as everybody else, and I think that's part of the problem. Um, the other part of the problem is if you zoom into those feet, she is about to fall out of those heels. Not the cliffhanger. <laughs> not. It's not even a cliffhanger. It's the sides. She's about to fall out the sides. Um, Let me take a look. I, yeah, I like um, elements to it. I think the disco ball vibe is kind of fun and different. I mean, the hair is great. The It was great. fun and different. The disco ball was fun and different when Lady Gaga did it in 2008. <laughs> um, yeah, it is not my favorite. Um, Jeremy, thoughts? Sorry, the alarm went off. So I, had to, <laughs> I just got into the new apartment and the alarm went off. I need a quick recap. <laughs> well, just we're talking about the look. Monica's look. Oh, it's eh. Yeah, it's eh. the 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 disco. Yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm, not it. Mm-mm. Um, Allison, you don't like the homage to um Gaga? No. Um, no, I'm looking at it on my phone. It's poorly done. Um, yeah, it, there's not a single redeemable thing. Tbh. It, it reminds me of the song "Disco Tits" by Tuve Lu. That's a fun mm-hmm. song. Her tits are disco, but it's a bad look. Yeah, it's it's not the best. Um, I think it could have worked if everybody else wasn't so good. And also no. if it was like a gown, anything other than like what the fuck ever it was. Now, now do, would you say perhaps maybe the um, post-production screwed her and, and maybe if that front flap didn't fly perhaps it would be a little better no <laughs> no i mean we're literally looking at it right behind you and the flap's not flying and it still looks bad so All right there it is hard. um it's a boot for me it's a scoot for me throw the whole thing away i'm no. sure monica's a lovely woman but it's bad jeremy this wasn't the look it wasn't <laughs> No yeah. doubt, no doubt about it. It's a boot. Audience, uh, they were the kindest to her than we were. Sixty-seven percent to thirty-three percent boot. Mm, okay, I guess. I guess drag delusion has spread. That's so sad. Yeah, it's possible. Now, here's how we're going to do things. Two contest. Again, because we're all over the place, this is why we have so many ties, I'm assuming. But we're going to go in order of how my spreadsheet put it. Um, I had this person for three points. Jeremy only gave her two points, and I, I'm very proud of you, Jeremy. Um, Fem was six, and then Allison gave her ten. Um, we're going to discuss why in a second, but it is... Lala Ray from Drag Race 13 coming in 10th place. Her drag name is a play on her real first name, Larico. Lala is Tamisha Mon's drag daughter, making them the second pair of drag family members to compete against each other. 
on another on the same season. The first was Chicha Devane on, and Kennedy Davenport. She revealed that during season 13, she had gained 20 pounds due to COVID, and she got lots of help from Nicole Page Brooks in the early stages of her drag career, as she was a leotard queen prior to the show and planned on doing Big Frida for Snatch Game. She was the first queen from the winner's circle of season 13 to be eliminated and to send home a pork chop queen, which was Joey J. She was the first queen to be awarded the Golden Boot Award for having the worst look of the season. She is the only queen to receive three titles in a season, Miss Congeniality, Golden Boot, and Lip Sync Assassin. She is the latest placing Miss Congeniality tied with Cynthia Lee Fontaine as they both placed in 10th. And she is the fourth queen to win Miss Congeniality without winning a maxi challenge following Pandora Box, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, and Monet Exchange. All right. Um, let's kick us off with Allison. 10 points. I gave her a 10 because she has money now and she looks good. That's it. I you don't can't like her, buy but she looks taste. good now. Yeah, Tina Burner shared us that on look. season 10. 13. Yeah, you can look at her promo look. Lala Re looks pussy. All right, we'll, we'll talk about her look in a second. Okay, so you think because she got monies, uh, she's going to be okay? She's going to have better looks, yeah. Okay. And okay. also, I just I had a bad list of people to pick from, so I gave her a 10 because her look was good. All right, all right. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on Miss Lala Re? I'm not that excited to see them. I, I think for me, point blank i know remembering from the season that they were on i was like eh you know whatever about them um i thought they were funny in the confessionals and whatnot but yeah i'm not that excited about them i think i messaged you in real time when it happened but i was at the airport once and she was there and i couldn't go up to say hello because i had trashed her so badly in the podcast so i was like i'm not gonna listen i'm not not excited for her either don't get me twisted because I gave her a 10. I just liked her look. <laughs> um, Femme, what are your thoughts on love? Okay. It's really a, co- a conundrum with the early out bitches because on one hand, it's like, damn, I'm excited to see what you do. But on the other hand, I don't have any investment in you. And I just like could not have connected with her less on her season. Um, So I'm just like, there's room for everybody. Why not say that? Yeah, I, I think that's part of why I didn't care for Lala. It, and it necessarily wasn't her fault. It was how the show was allowing her to get through certain challenges without being eliminated. Because, I mean, I, I even started from that first lip sync. I was like, she should she didn't win. She should have been the loser circle. I'm um, also... chop. I am such a diehard Denali fan that I still have a little bit of that bad blood because I think Denali, where's Denali on this cast for real? She wouldn't she said de- no. Guess she had better things to do. <laughs> yeah, like not be on a trash cast. <laughs> no, but she yeah. could have won. So easy. I mean, my burning question for Lala Ree is she will always be remembered for her abysmal bad To recover i mean the the promo look absolutely like this is helping her brand amazingly um i do not know who designed it because she did not list any designers um but here's my thoughts i think the color is amazing the way that drape is on that lower half of her body is amazing the shoulders are amazing but one thing she never did right was proportions the hair is too small 
that hair is way too small for everything else in that body. Um, no, it is not. No, okay. it's not. Anything bigger with the huge shoulders, it would have swallowed her up. The hair is just right. I think she could have gone with bigger pom-poms. I think it could have no. worked for him. I, okay, you also have to remember her season 13 promo look was far and away the worst one of that batch. Yeah. Far and away the worst one. This is fine, but I don't know what about this look is quintessential La La Rie because I think it's a beautiful gown, but I don't know what it tells me about her. Especially since we know her as a Lilitar queen and a um, very basic bitch. Uh, Jeremy, would you wear this? Would I wear it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you is think about the look? No. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. What do you think about the look? I love the look. Um, honestly, and I also have to agree, I do, I do love the size of the wig um, because it just recenters the entire, like, it's big everywhere and I need that small for, like, a focus area. If you go big everywhere, the look's going to wear you. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going to give this look a two. 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 Two, yeah. Audience, 88% two, 12% boot. Any final thoughts on La La Rue before we move on? All right. No. <laughs> Next up, again, this person tied La La with our scoring. As Femme had her the highest here at 10, um, then Jeremy at six, I had her at four, and Allison has... No excitement for James Mansfield. Um, 33 years old from Drag Race 9. Uh, she came in 14th place, a.k.a. she was the first boot. The name James Mansfield is both a pun and a tribute to the late movie star Jane Mansfield. James is one of only seven queens in RuPaul's Drag Race history to have never competed in a sewing challenge. The others include Gavi Kendall, Scaredy Cat, Joe Black, Cherry Valentine, Dahlia Sin, and Kamora Hall. She is experienced with puppeteering. She reached 100,000 YouTube subscribers on May 15, 2020. Trixie Mattel cut her hair while she was in beauty school. James is tied with fellow All-Star 8 contestant Kahana Montrese as the lowest placing contestant to return for All-Stars at 14th place. And alongside Nisha Lopez, they are the second queens to be eliminated first and then return for an All-Star season. The first was Shangela. Um, Fem, kick us off here. Talk about James. Okay, I have a soft spot for James because she's campy, and in in contrast with Lollary, I can tell you exactly who the fuck James Mansfield is. She's really proven herself, she's really shown herself, and I'm excited to see her get another chance, and also, like, I like what this means for drag race that they are giving first boot girls a chance and I'm really excited to see what she does and I'm excited to see more of her take on drag that's it I say you can bring first boot queens back for a regular season like they did with the Macarena put her put her on a regular season not an all-stars Allison what do you think I do not like James Mansfield. I'm sure she is a lovely person, but I can't say that I've ever enjoyed a single look of hers. I find her personality infuriating. I think she's been doing drag for a really long time and her makeup is still horrible. I have nothing to say of her. Whoop, Jeremy. That was so cold. That was so like direct and ice cold. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> oh. The- yeah. I'm slightly, like, slightly excited for them 
Um, obviously, I have my thing, you know, their like drag persona voice, not my thing. Um, annoys the hell out of me, <laughs> really annoys the hell out of me. Um, but I do like the fact that, you know, they're getting another chance to be on Drag Race, you know, seeing them through, I think it's mostly been through TikTok and stuff like that. Um, they seem to be, you know, recentering themselves into drag or the drag race scene. So having them have this moment, I'm kind of excited for. Um, Do you think it's because of the social media presence? That's why she's I, back. I think so. I definitely. Because yeah. I now here, here here's another conspiracy theory. Oh, um, yeah. last season, last season we saw James return with um, Kamora and Tempest. Does that mean James won that challenge? The other two aren't back. I mean, Pasha and Tempest are interchangeable. Not in my heart, but like. I would have rather seen Temp Douge. Temp Douge? Temp Douge, baby. My important question for James is, James was the first out of the season and therefore didn't get to show her entire arsenal. Will she be able to use that to her advantage the second time around? I think that's one thing that everyone has to be worried about is you don't know how she's going to do in certain challenges. She knows how to be funny, and we know that there are going to be some acting challenges in an all-star season. This could work to her advantage because there's some slightly worse queens on this season. Um, So I I think don't count her out, but she's not going to win. She's going to get a nice little redemption arc and everyone's going to go home satisfied. Well, anything's yeah, a redemption from fine. first out, baby. Unless she goes first again. Listen, there was the season of Survivor where they had a first out who then came back for a returning player season. And guess what? She was voted out first again. That's what sometimes these reality shows do. They bring people out just to torture them even more. Praying. Um, but I am predicting that for somebody else. Um... Let's talk about the look. The look is by Nathan and Suzanne Luna. Hair by James. Earrings by Bow Bow by Kyle. Um, I, I love this. It's it's beautiful. It's very um, um, red carpet ready. It, it's slightly Met Gala. I know there's rumors that this theme was Met Gala. Um, I don't know if that's actually true. Um, I will say that like knowing what she's given us before, this is definitely an improvement, but it's still the same face. Exactly. Same face. Um, yep. <laughs> I wish the dress was a skosh longer. But I it love that. Like, her. I love that like clamshell moment she's got going on. I like really will like die on the James Mansfield Hill. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Which I'm yeah, now I feeling a little great... bit embarrassed about, but. <laughs> I think this is a great look for her in terms of color. It's definitely her right palette. Um, but again, she's a very petite little lady. Um, and it does shrink her a little bit. But I, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what she does in the season. Um, I, only, I have her at four because there are other people who I am more excited for. And she just happened to drop that low. Um, but yes, when it does come to the voice, that's the one thing that does turn me off. Um, I'm not saying you can't have a voice for a drag persona, but you just have to just make sure your drag one. persona that one is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that there, there, there it is. I mean, look, look, look. We just had sugar and spice in Selena Cities. Uh, You're allowed to have, have a drag voice. Just make sure we can bear it for more than an episode. Um, 
I'm going to give this look a toot. I'm very on the fence. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it. Boot. Boot. All right. I'm also going to boot it. (laughs) I can give you reasons why if you'd like. No, I heard your reasons. And the problem is that they're like valid and good. But I'm going to toot it because I am a comedy queen. I haven't given any reasons. Oh, I thought you did. You just. Love the face. No, I just said boot. Oh, I don't know. I, f- I felt like I heard you. I... No, understanding vintage fashion, the dress should have actually been about two to three inches shorter. The <gasps> hair is a mess. Everything else was great except for the makeup. The audience. 81% to 19% boot. They liked it. They liked it. Any final thoughts on James before we move on? A lot of people like to look. A lot of people like Trump. Doesn't mean opinions are always right. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. This is the person I am least excited for. Whoa. And I want her to go home first so badly. Um, just so I can say hey to Elimination Lopez. Oh. <laughs> uh, from Drag Race Season 8. Um, technically, she came in ninth place because she returned. Um, I had her one point. Fam at two points, Allison at seven, and Jeremy, 12 points. You are excited for Eliminatia Lopez. And yes, Explain. that is what I will be calling her all fucking season long. Uh, first off, Nisha is the drag sister of Dita Ritz, Jade Essence Hall, and Kamara Hall. So Jew is her drag niece. Nisha won Let's the Miss Continental pageant. In 2013, she passed on the title to Brooklyn Heights the following year, and Sasha Colby passed on the title to Nasha. She is the second queen to be eliminated and return in the same season and stay past the episode in which they returned. First was Trixie Mattel, and then would be followed by Alyssa Edwards and Latrice Royale. She is one of the hosts for the Roscoe viewing party in Chicago, and I think that's why she got the phone call. Uh-huh. Um, Jeremy. And that's why I I'm love excited. you so much. That's why I'm excited. I love you so much. What, what, what do you think she's going to bring from that viewing party that WoW Presents is going to allow her to say on this show? The drama. And guess what? If she gets eliminated or when she gets eliminated, she's going to talk about it at the Roscoe viewing party. She sure darn is. <laughs> um, we've definitely seen Queens return because of what they've done post-show. I mean, I will be the first to say Chicks and Mattel is, going, is definitely one of those people. Uh, did she deserve her win? That's debatable. I, I still think she did. Um, but yeah. because of her presence, she came back and she was the star she was. I don't see that with Nasha Lopez. Um, that's why I really think she, she was down on the list. And they're like, well, you have a presence and people like you. You want to come and do something with us? Allison? Okay, here's the thing. Being good at pageants and being good at drag in real life does not mean you're good at drag race. Correct. And Nisha Lopez is just not the kind of person who's good at drag race. It's not I, a real I, world drag scenario. I gotta say that, like, no offense to season eight. That was probably one of the easiest seasons in franchise history. Like, As a former Miss Continental, too! It was a cakewalk for Bob. And like, I that was the first season I ever watched when I got into drag. I knew from the promos and Meet the Queens, I knew Bob the Drag Queen was winning that season. Um, it, so it's interesting to see what she's going to do. Um, Pam, what are your thoughts? 
Um, I hate wet wigs. I know we're not at the promo yet, but God, I hate wet wigs. Um, yeah, I just don't foresee this going well for her, and I don't give a shit about her presence, really. Like, I don't, I, I just don't think Drag Race is for her, and I think that this is, like, I just think it's odd and I think that there are a lot of things that aren't going to translate so the producers are going to be like oh she's not giving us what we want let's get rid of her ass hopefully now my burning question for her is can Elimination Lopez break the curse and do better than she did before it's possible because there are definitely queens out there who are probably on the same playing field within her that being said if we're playing by other rules where you get to vote as a group and y'all want her to stay because she's not competition i could see her staying for a very long time um and the other thing is the other thing is this cast is so bizarre i there are only a couple people that have like pre-existing relationships Mm -hmm. i don't know how the alliance game is going to work but you have to assume these like people who don't have another sister on the, in the cast might just team up and knock everybody out. If or they're if we're smart, gonna play fair, or we're going to play fair like Canada versus the world, and, every, and it's going to be fair every week. I just don't see that happening. Um, the promo look by Jeffrey Kelly, hair by GL Walton. Uh, as it was stated before, the problem for me is the hair. I just do not care for the wet hair look in this look because that gown is fucking gorgeous it is stunning and the hair ruins it it's like she just got out of the shower and said oop my car is here i gotta go to the red carpet and puts the dress on and that's it um can someone explain why she did this hair no i was hoping it was maybe her i was hoping it was like an ode to like ballroom hair or something like that like that really slicked look but it just looks like oily and nasty and also i will say the proportions of the dress are off yeah my cat agrees jeremy are you there i am here sorry what do you think apartment wi-fi is real bad out here (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um i honestly y'all everything that y'all don't like i like about the look um that's fair do i do i agree that it's proportion wise it's not the best for her yes um but i do like the wet wig and i do like the gown i i I do like the gown too i just don't see the two paired well and also with the background almost blending her into it um again not necessarily her fault but it just is how the photo was taken um Jeremy, a lot of people on my Instagram said that she's the trade of the season. Do you agree? Yes. But have you seen her Instagram photos or no, Twitter photos? Follow. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this a boot. I'm also going to give it a boot. Boot? I have to give it a boot. I'm sorry to say. I'm good. Are you? I guess I'm not actually. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a two. <laughs> Jeremy, everyone agrees with you. We must have been the, the, the couple people who booted it. Uh, audience, 83% to 17% boot. Haters, um, every one of us. All right. 
Okay, are we are we ready for the next one? Because the next one's extremely controversial. I guess we are. Allison is excited for her with 11 points. I have seven points, right in the middle. Fem is four. And uh, Jeremy, one point for the return of Jimbo the Drag Clown. Uh, Fourth place in Canada's Drag Race Season 1. Seventh place on Drag Race UK vs. The World. Um, Also, Jimbo is 39 years old, and I just have to keep saying that because I look fucking good for my age. I know I'm a lot younger than she is, but ooh, if I look like that at 39, I don't know. Anyway. Jimbo is a synonym for James. As a boy, her dad called her by the name Jimbo and used to sing her the song Jimbolina, Jimbolina. Jimbo considers their persona as a drag clown. She is the first Canada's Drag Race contestant to win Snatch Game. She is the second Drag Race contestant on a returning season to win the first two consecutive main challenges after Ben LaCreme on All-Stars 3. Jimbo is the second Drag Race contestant to have won every challenge prior to getting eliminated followed by Tatiana. Jimbo was a featured guest judge on the third season of Canada's Drag Race. She is the first queen to compete on three different franchises from three different countries, Canada, the UK, and the US, and each of those seasons were a different type of season, a regular season, a versus the world season, and an all-star season, respectively. She has worn the same confessional look in every season. And Jimbo is the queen to compete on three is the queen to compete on three seasons of Drag Race in the shortest amount of time, taking only 1,045 days, aka two years, ten months, and eleven days. So that's a Jimbo overload. Um, I enjoy Jimbo. I do. I'm confused why Jimbo is here. Maybe that's me being a purist and being like, well, you never competed on the U.S. season, so being on a regular All-Stars U.S. seems weird to me. That being said, we all know how much RuPaul loves Jimbo. Mm. If RuPaul could have Jimbo all the time, I would not be surprised if Jimbo was on our screen all the time. Um, They're fresh and unique and different than the show has had. And I think we're getting overexposed to Jimbo. That being said, I think Jimbo's going to do great this season. Jeremy, tell us why you're not excited for Jimbo. I've been seeing them too much on my TV. I'm like tired. (laughs) I'm bored. Um, And if I'm not seeing them on TV, I'm seeing them on social media doing the same thing. Um, So for me, I'm not that excited. Um, if there were more time between them being on their like shows, the previous shows, then I would be. But to be honest, not that excited to see them again on TV. And I think that's exactly how we're reacting to some other contestants who we haven't seen in a while. I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what they do. Jimbo has been around for a while. Uh, fam, what are your thoughts on Jimbo? Basically exactly what Jeremy said. Um I am just getting kind of like overloaded with her. I will also say as someone with naturally big tits who is like an AFAB artist doing drag, I kind of hate the giant breastplates. I don't think they're funny and I don't think they're like quirky. And I think once you've seen it, you've seen it. Like it's not a moment, it's not a gag anymore. And like, I just... I don't know how much more Jimbo has to offer that we haven't seen yet. 
And yeah, I think like her robbed narrative on Canada season one was like good. And if they had kept her waiting a little longer, I just like, I've had enough and I'm kind of over it. And I know that like, it's weird because in some ways I can't expect what she's going to do next, but also like you can because she's kooky or whatever. Um, yeah, I've just, I've had enough Jimbo, but her promo look is gorgeous. Even I can admit that. Now, my burning question is Jimbo is a divisive fan favorite, but a Rue absolute favorite. Will third time be the charm for Jimbo? Allison, you're excited. I am. What do you think is the key to success for Jimbo this season? Um, Candy Muse being sent home. You're right. I think that's Jimbo's only shot. I honestly I think do. Jimbo I mean, is a we, clear-cut second place here, but, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, we haven't gotten to her yet, but I really do think it's based on who has star quality. I think it comes down to the two of them as real, real contenders, because then you go back and be like, okay, who else deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um mm-hmm. But I again, we're we're going to have the conversation about the breastplate throughout the season because it's going to be in episode one. I am sure we will see it another time. Um, I think the one benefit for Jimbo in this format is the lip sync assassin format. I think she has less of a chance of being eliminated in this format. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, if you want to play the game of I don't want to piss off Rue. You don't you don't vote to send Jimbo home. You don't do that. Now, this look. Look by Diego Montoya, hair by Koji Ichikawa, jewels by Ant Accessories, friend of the podcast, nails by Ooh. Evelyn Vera Nails. This is why people are excited for Jimbo, because who has done this before? Um, so obviously crazy. the bitch has a lot of money. This is exquisite. I'm obsessed with this look. It's Jerry, so what do you think? It's it's giving rich. <laughs> yeah, so it's, rich. It's giving a third time on Drag Race money is what it's giving. Yeah, which I love. Which I I love the look. Like, I truly do. Um, I want to fall down on the bottom. Of that I, yeah, I kind of want. Yeah, I kind of want to just sit on it and lay down. Like Sasha Colby on her coat during the season fifteen finale. Yes. Yeah, like exactly. I, I don't want her to wear this at DragCon because it looks like one of the most uncomfortable things ever. That being said, I want to see it at DragCon because I want to feel it. I don't want to touch it. Um, it, it. It's really, it's drag. It's giving drag. And I think we have to remember that Jimbo will be able to do drag without the giant breastplate. And this is proof of it. Um, Are you Alice, sure? Um, she's, she's wearing a pretty big breastplate there. You just can't tell because she's got big-ass marabou on the tits. But the it's not as big just... as the is the entrance look, though. Okay, but I I don't... I understand your argument with it, Fem, and I think it's a divisive thing because there are AFAB people who I've spoken with who don't mind it. There's AFAB people I've spoken with who do mind it, and I don't think anybody gets to decide, really, because it's a divisive thing. It's you know? I just I compare it to someone like Coco Kane who her silhouette is so like 
I don't want to say culturally significant because I feel like it undersells it, but like she proportionizes in a way that makes it look natural. With Jimbo, it feels like a punchline, and that's been my issue. I don't know. I feel like Coco Kane, like her body, she's like, I don't know, natural's the wrong word. No, but the, definitely not natural. <laughs> the proportions make sense for her. That's a whole different podcast, friends. If you want to listen to my thoughts on Coco Kane, go to those podcasts. Um, Do you know how long it took me to realize her name was a play on cocaine? Embarrassingly long. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. This is going to be the conversation. It's been the conversation for a little bit of time, but the reality is, it's not should not be a surprise because Jimbo's wearing those things for many many years now. Um, it's just, I think there are, uh, there's a big sect of drag race fans who are just not excited for Jimbo and that's just what it's coming down to. And that's the thing they're trying to tear Jimbo down with simply because you can't do it with the drag. Jimbo's drag is like none other the show has ever had. Um, and again, this is why Rue is excited for Jimbo. Um, Jimbo could probably just, again, make a, a, a stupid joke and Rue will fall out of the chair and they'll have to stop production for an hour because Rue broke her neck because she laughed her face off. Um, but Jimbo's got TV. I don't know who Jimbo is going to battle with, but you know there's going to be some target. Oh, yeah. I hope someone wears a, a grandma toilet wig or whatever. Um. And again, I don't know any specifics about lip syncing assassins, but based on previous seasons, we know that there are they have brought back people who have been attached to certain contestants. I will 100% predict Pangina Heels will be there. 1000% now. No, Pangina is going to be there as a lip syncing assassin. You know the two of them are going to get another moment on that stage. You know it's going to happen, right? Yeah. Look at us talking about Jimbo. It's a toot for me. It's a shoot, baby. It's so good. Toot for me. It's a toot. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not. Audience, 93% toot, 7% boot. Okay, next up is someone who I'm excited for simply because I had met them and interviewed them before they were on Drag Race. Um, and I think based on what we've seen, she definitely had a glow up. I have her 11 points. Eight points for Allison, four for Jeremy, one point for Femme. It is the 14th finisher from Drag Race 11, Kahana Montrese from Las Vegas. Kahana's drag mom is Coco Montrese. The name Kahana comes from her love of exotic fields and the tropic, tropical sexiness. She performs actively in Las Vegas with her Drag Race alumni, including Yara Sophia, Chanel, Derek Berry, and India Farah. And coincidentally, she was paired with Derek Berry for this season 11 photo shoot mini challenge. Had she reached Snatch Game on season 11, she would have done. Latoya Jackson. Kahana is the first queen from a regular season to place 14th, but not be last place. She would be later followed by Femme's favorite, Sugar, on season 15. She is tied with fellow All-Star 8 contestant James Manfield as the lowest placing contestant to return for All-Stars. Jeremy, let's start with you for Kahana. Tell me about Kahana. I think... (laughs) Oh... I mean, I've met them when I was living in Columbus. Um, I mean, they're a great, sweet person, but I'm also just not that, again, not that excited to see them on TV again. Um, I mean, I've seen their glow up through Instagram and whatnot, but on TV, just not, not that excited. That's fair. Allison, what are your thoughts on Kahana? She looks good. She's incredibly boring but she looks good Fem. that's it 
I am hard pressed to get excited about a bodysuit hair flipping queen. Um, also, her face looks completely different from. She admitted it. She she got some work done. It's good. not some baby. It's like. <laughs> and she looks good. Yeah. She does. Yeah. Now, my burning question is: Kahana has the glow up that All Star needs. Has sheer experience in the real world given her everything she needs to win? Um, I firmly believe that her time on Drag Race Live is the reason why she is there. I think the production is incredibly proud and excited by what she brings because she will give you a production. How that translates in a competition, that's what's going to be, we'll we'll figure that out. Um, Sure, I was a little biased and I think she did get robbed. She should not have gone home when she did. Um, but that being said, would she have been able to bring anything else in that pretty tight season? Probably not. Let's discuss the look. The look is by Marco Ross. Hair is by Koji Ichikawa. Here's where I'm very confused why production did her dirty. The solo look, she is in this little negligee thingy, and it's that. that's it. You look behind me, she got a bob part. There's mm-hmm. more dress there. That part's great. What happened? Why do they eliminate that part from the photo? Good question. I like that one better than the the solo. I think it looks good regardless, but I agree. Jeremy, what do you think? I like it. I feel like I mean, it's giving it's giving Kahana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, what's I want more? That Pam? part that part and also like i think the beating is really exquisite mm-hmm. but like this is a this is a look she could perform in i actually did get to see her in the vegas show i'm originally from las vegas and i was home for winter break and my mommy got me tickets because she's trying to figure me out or whatever um so we went and saw the show kahana came down on a stripper pole like repelled from the ceiling and she was good it was funny though because um when every performer is about to come on for drag race live they'll play their highlights from the season but with kahana they didn't have any so they had to do promo b-roll and i really really noticed that yeah that's fair i you know change that the second that this show airs Oh, yeah. um, though I don't even know who's going to be in the cast because they, they keep adding like um, quote quote international queens to this Drag Race Live. I'm like this, I want to see this version of the show with Lawrence Cheney, Nikki Doll, and uh, Pangina Heels. Let me sign me up for that one. They couldn't even bother to do a, a promo shoot for, shoot for Lawrence Cheney. I was yelling. Or or Nikki, that was from her uh, Drag Race France uh, season. Not that. Um, she's giving showgirl. She's giving you the Vegas fantasy. I just hope she's able to diversify from that throughout the season um, because I know she's going to be more than that. But I, I, I am excited because she is another wild card where I don't know what to expect. And I think because I did expect so much the first time around, I am expecting the glow up to be a little harder than it is with some other contestants. Um Regardless of version A or version B, this look is a toot. It's a toot. 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 Audience, 79% toot, 21% boot. Okay, next. This one's going to be interesting, too. We're closer. We're getting closer to um, having the same feeling here. 
Um, Jeremy's at 10 points. Fam is at seven. I'm at six. Allison at four. The 51-year-old from Rochester, New York. It's Darian Lake from Drag Race Season 6. She came in fourth place. Darian Lake's name is derived from Ricky Lake and the amusement park in Corfu, New York. Darian and Ben Creme are one of nine pairs of queens to lip sync against each other twice. The others were Ben Creme versus Shangela, Katya versus Alaska, Eureka versus Aquarium, Eureka versus Cameron Michaels, Monique Hart versus Trinity the Tuck, Eviali versus Brooklyn Heights, Denali versus La La Rie, Simone versus Candy Muse, and Diabetti versus Deja Sky. She is the longest competing queen to survive the first lip sync, having survived 12 episodes. Darian's drag mother is Naomi Kane, who is the drag mother of Mrs. Kasha Davis in Pandora Box. She is one of five contestants to lip sync a total of four times during their original run, preceded by Coco Montrese and followed by Cameron Michaels, Raja O'Hara, Heidi in Closet, Utica, Denali, Candy, Muse, and Simone. Darian is tied with Carmen Carrera for the most below-safe challenge performances in a single season, having placed either low or bottom two in six out of ten episodes she was present. She revealed she had skin cancer in August 2020. The cancer was caught early and later revealed she had beaten cancer. Here, I'm, we're going to start with my burning question. Can the new and improved Darian Lake bring it to the runway, or will her looks be her downfall once again? Um, let's talk about this femme. Look at this. Not only a glow up, she looks fabulous. Okay. So I don't know who knows this, but I'm an upstate New York girly. I'm performing with, um, another all-stars contestant this summer. And so I will kind of defend them to the ends of the earth. I am very fucking excited for Darian Lake. I think she looks gorgeous. That dress looks like it's painted on her body and i'm excited to see her be funny again she's pretty funny i think what's going to work for her advantage is she has a friend on the cast mm-hmm. a she didn't have that for season six and season six was again very stacked some of the best contestants the show has ever had but her entire plot line was trying to tear down Benda Creme. Didn't work. Did not work for her. Um, you're going to get the sassiness from Darian. I just don't think she's going to be the villain this time around because I think there are other villains in the cast. Jeremy, what do you think about Darian? Um, I am, as you can see from my rating, I'm really <laughs> excited for them. Um, no, I'm just excited for what they're going to bring this season. Um do I it's been so long since I've seen them on drag race like are they up to the level of like what drag race has evolved to I don't know yeah um but am I excited to see if they're able to like meet my expectations yeah I think you're spot on there because I'm, I'm not this is not to be ageist but the the game is definitely catered for younger contestants mm-hmm. um and not just the the physical nature of the game but just even with the social media aspect and and, and the the references and everything it's definitely the american version is definitely for the social media girlies out there um allison how do you think darian will do poorly why drag race is all about the looks now and her looks are not up to par well let's talk about this look no designers listed. It's very what do you think pretty. about this one? It's very pretty, but like very simple. She looks good, but it's boring. Sam, would you wear she that? She looks incredible. 
um in a fucking heartbeat i also think like there are embellishments that like take it over the top for me but also like i do see what allison is saying like compared to other people on the cast and what they're doing like yeah maybe it is a little simple but it's elegant and mama it's cunt yeah i mean she she's definitely showcasing this new body in a beautiful way jeremy uh i agree um i also love the color <laughs> of this yeah. guy. Um, I don't know. I, I really like it. What I will say is I'm just so glad it's not a mermaid flare. I am so glad it's mm. not a mermaid flare because I'm so over the mermaid flare. Um, it is. N- not, not like to the point where it's just the bottom where you can't even walk in it. Like there, it's, it's a silhouette that's a little more classic compared to that. Um, just the bottom, bottom mermaid flare. Um the color is great. The glove part about it is great. Great. The only thing I'm missing is a necklace. I don't know why she's not wearing a necklace. Mm. No, the earring hangs down to her neck. If she wore a necklace, it would have blocked all this off. I think it's good without a necklace. I love it. I, it's a toot for I, me. Very soft too. It's not bad. It's just boring. Toot for me. <laughs> it's a toot. <laughs> Audience, 95% toot, 5% boot. Okay, next up. I give her 10. Jeremy, 8. Allison, 6. Femme, 5. It's Jessica Wilde from Drag Race Season 2. She came in 6th place. Um, apparently, according to the wiki, she's uh, her current city is Boston. Is that true, Jeremy? Uh, haven't seen her. <laughs> Go find her. Go find her. Nope, All right. Jessica's name her. was from the <laughs> desire that it be sexy and easy to remember. Jessica is the name of one of her best friends in high school, and Wild is used to describe her character's personality. Jessica Wild was originally chosen for Drag Race in an online casting competition voted on by the fans. Could you imagine if we did that again? Whoa, girl. Um, while not in drag, she is a makeup artist. She is the first queen to impersonate a quote male in Snatch Game as she portrayed RuPaul. She was followed by Trixie Mattel and the Amante Mary Brown to do Rue in Snatch Game. Jessica is the first queen to be cast as a lip sync assassin on All Stars who never won a lip sync on her original season. She holds the longest wait from first and second time competing. Um, here's what I'm going to say. I was not expecting Jessica to be a part of this cast because I thought her time was done simply because of how long it's been. That being said, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I got to interview her last year at DragCon LA. It was one of the most unhinged interviews I did. Um, she was hitting on my assistant the entire time. It was great. I think she's going to be excellent television. My biggest fear is my burning question. Drag Race has changed quite a bit since season two. Will Jessica be able to catch up with the new era of Drag Race? Allison, what do you think? I don't think so. She's she's very talented, but I just think she's not going to be able to update it to now standards. Jeremy, do you agree? I okay. I'm going to have to agree with Allison, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am excited for them. Um, I don't I I don't know if they can keep up, but I am excited to see if they can. Pam? I mean, yeah, they said it all. Like. I, I love her. Actually, I don't love her hair. I don't like the hair. Um, But, like, I hope she does well. I want that for her, but I just don't know how much that is in the cards. 
that's fair. Um, this look, no designers listed. It's kind of giving me um, 80s prom fantasy because of the hair. Um, Allison, would you wear this? No, I would not. It's ugly. You think it's <laughs> ugly? Why is it ugly? Um, a shoulder pad with no... It just makes you look like a linebacker. Um, Don't insult can wear like that. <laughs> Listen, I have a funny story about Tina Burner. It's actually not about Tina Burner, but it relates to her. Um, anyways, I like the gloves. That's it. Jeremy, do you like this look? Would you wear it? I don't. It's giving prom. It's giving early 2000s prom. It's very prom. Um, Wait, this is what you wear to your prom? Okay, don't come for me. Uh (laughs) I went to my prom in drag. Oh. I can... Yeah, I can literally pull it up right now on my Instagram. Hold, please. Uh, Fam, what are your thoughts on this look? Would you wear this one? Okay, you are hard-pressed to (gasps) find a purple look. Oh my god, she's she ate. Donalina! My prom dress was my senior sewing project. I took sewing in high school. That's amazing. Um... You are hard pressed to find a purple garment. I won't at least like salivate over a little bit. This was fine. This was fine. This was capital F fine. And I hate the hair. I don't know if it's because of the background and the windblown part of the dress, but it's giving me that season two photo shoot challenge. <laughs> a little bit. Do you, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it, it, it feels a little dated. Okay, I have a question about Jessica Wilde. If she's a makeup artist during the day, why does her makeup look like that? Wow, I don't that's know. Like because... what, that's like when know. Trixie walked in and said she was a hair and makeup artist. <laughs> what is exciting is we have a lot of um, Puerto Rican pride on this season, so I am excited for uh, Jessica to be here. Um, again, I think she's a wild card. There, we have had queens who have not been on the show for a while do well, and we've had queens who have not been on the show for a while do poorly. Like, I I also worry um, that she might get the Yara Sofia treatment, and it, it just, it, it, it goes unhinged, and she just taps out. Um, and again, knowing how this game is played, does she have any connections to anyone in this cast? I thought she lived in Vegas. I, that's uh, Boston was the was confused because it was on the the Drag Race wiki when I did my notes. Um, I so I don't know how true that is. I can if, she, if she does, if she does, then she should know Kahana at least. Yeah, Jeremy, what were we gonna I say? I can confirm that none of the three gay bars in Boston, she's ever there. So. Yeah, I because like I don't know. Is that because maybe, she doesn't maybe. live there? Because nobody books her. She don't live there. She don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> yes wiki someone update the wiki i know there are a lot of fans out there who have no life and just do drag race and forget they have to go to school um it will update the wiki please um i do like this look because of the color and i i it, again i like femme there, there there's something about purple that i really do appreciate right um it's the color again, of going, royalty if it's we're going not back even purple on season two, this is a glow up. This is better than anything she wore on that season. It's but not even purple. Also Look at what, it on her Instagram. Is it? It's pink. It's <gasps> pink. If, if you go on her Instagram, it's pink. It's not purple. So I like it better they, now they, they, You're saying they altered it in post? Look at that. It's pink. Damn. Wow. Listen, they really wanted that uh, lesbian flag um, in this promo shoot. 
and they didn't want to have any actual lesbians. Well, that's a whole different story. Uh, I'll give this a look at two. <laughs> it's a boot. I gotta boot it. I'm sorry to say. Boot for me. me. The boot. <laughs> Audience, 88% to 12% boot. That sneeze okay. is how I feel about the look. That's how I feel about the look. <laughs> All right, here we yeah. go. Here is our top four of excitement. This Pause person, Allison gave three. <laughs> Fem gave eight. Jeremy gave nine. This is my 12-point entry here. Um, I am ready for a cocktail or a mocktail. It's Mrs. Kasha Davis. Um, Currently in Rochester, New York. Kasha is a name that paid homage to her mother and grandmother, while Davis is the name she gave her first pet, a white poodle, and it's also coincidentally the name of the street in her hometown in Pennsylvania. She auditioned for seven, the first seven seasons of the show before getting selected, and you can see part of her tape in the casting extravaganza in season three. Her drag mom is Naomi Kane, who was also the drag mother of Darian Lake. She is married and has two daughters. She is one of only a few Rue girls to have children. The others include uh, King Tyra, Nicole Page Brooks, Tempest Jour, Megan Schroed Broad, and Tamisha Mon. She is the last member of the Bitter Old Lady Brigade to compete on All Stars. Mrs. Costa Davis is the 10th contestant in Drag Race history to win a mini challenge on the episode they got eliminated. Others include Jade. Mystique, Summers Madison, Phoenix, Yara Sophia, Kenya Michaels, Alexis Mateo, and Yara Sophia, Ivy Winters, Ben Lacrem, Aja, Tamisha Mon, and Lucy LaDuca. She is the oldest queen to compete on All-Stars at the time of filming, surpassing Pandora Box at age 48 on All-Star 6. Darian Lake is only a year younger than Mrs. Kasha Davis. Um, who's ready for a cocktail? Jeremy? You don't always am. <laughs> What are you? What are your thoughts on Mrs. Kasha Davis? Um, I'm excited to see what she she's gonna bring to the to the table. Um, I mean, we obviously didn't get enough of her on her season. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. But um, I'm excited. I'm just excited to see her. I think I'm excited to see all the queens. Um, but yeah, I think for me, I think what's gonna be different is, as they said in their confessional, um, that they are sober now so i don't know how that's going to translate onto the show now my main question is easily one of the most underrated queens in the franchise will we finally be gifted the opportunity to see her in snatch game knowing how how drag race works for me i know that gift is going to be removed the second the season starts and i'm going to be devastated um femme why are you excited for mrs gosh davis well first of all upstate new york pride mama um gotta fly I used to work those- up there sometimes oh where uh albany albany area oh did you ever read opalescence unfortunately i was friends with her for years but she's a rude ass bitch we're we're not even gonna talk about the way she paints um (laughs) (laughs) good fucking god okay back Uh, to mrs kasha davis sorry 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 um so i'm yes we are yes we are (laughs) all right back to mrs kasha davis not the jump scare. Um, I'm excited for Mrs. Kasha Davis because Rochester Pride. <laughs> you're dealing me a lot of psychic damage, and I don't appreciate it. 
um kasha davis i'm excited to see her because i hope we finally get some love for that campier style of drag i think she's a really brilliant drag artist who hasn't quite like gotten she has not gotten like any love from the fans really like they've really paid her dust over the years but she's funny and she works fucking hard and i am performing with her at the corning museum of sass glass and a whole lot of sass class and a whole lot of glass on june 9th and i'm incredibly excited she's doing her one woman show and i just have a lot of reverence for her as as someone who like did the damn thing and has been doing the damn thing and will continue to do the damn thing we need more older drag queens maybe now allison we know that mrs kasha davis is someone who some fans have wanted on the show before to come back for an all-stars but knowing how the outside climate of the show and the world she's been someone who has been on the front lines when it comes to um drag queen story hours do you think that has any place of why she was cast this year probably but i don't care i hate kids you hate kids watch yes, get them, them away from me period i have a lizard <gasps> what's their name his name is bruce he's a leopard gecko oh he sounds so cool what what are your thoughts on Mrs. Kasha Davis? Um, unrelated to my thoughts on her, she follows my mom on Instagram, like my biological mom. Um, super random. But anyway, I think Kasha is very talented. I think she's kind of funny. Um, I think where she's lacking and what's going to do her a disservice on this season is she's camp, but it's not up to date, you know? It feels like she's stuck 15 years ago. And like, it's good. But is it going to resonate with the fans? No. And that's, that is definitely absolutely my biggest fear is I will pay money to see Mrs. Kasha Davis, even though I've always gone for free. Um, I will, she enjoy- Well, how could she charge? She is so much fun. She's someone I really, really enjoy watching. Um, I have gotten to she see is. her do um, a whole um, illusion show where she did a bunch of celebrities, her and Aggie Dune. Uh, one, one of the best drag shows I've ever been to. But that's an old school style of drag that does not, unfortunately, resonate on Drag Race. It's not her fault. It's just how we consume Drag Race. Jeremy, do you think there's any hope? Or do you think that she should just stay true to who she is and just milk the money and and, and go from there? Milk it. Damn, just milk it. <laughs> there's no in Drag Race anymore. I mean, I, I almost wonder, like, does, do we want her to not do well in the sense of maybe she gets robbed and then everyone's like, we want more Mrs. Kasha Davis. And then she's like, well, come see me in upstate New York. Okay, see, what I think, though, well, that's a good idea. I don't think people are going to think she's robbed because they're not going to resonate with her drag. I think yeah. she's very talented, but, you know. Uh, let's talk about the look. It is by Patrick Howell, hair by B.B. Galani, jewels by Amped Accessories, Boa by Boyfriend Boas. I wish it was a dress. I wish it was a dress. I wish it was a dress. Otherwise, it would have been really, really beautiful. Um, Jeremy, what do you think about the look? I don't like it. I just don't like it. It's there's not. Too, no, no. There's too many different like patterns and different types of fabric that just like y'all see that belt. I don't like that belt <laughs> to go into. Yeah, no, I don't like any of that. Uh, it's just too much going on. Allison, before you give me your opinions on the look, why did they? <laughs> her old headshot why do they do her dirty like that 
they did that with a couple bitches well it's you so know weird anyways my opinions on the look i agree completely there's too many things going on um the way that belt hits is very unflattering um the shoe is disgusting um i like the hair the hair's great i like the hair um that boa doesn't match at all um it it's not good it's not good mary femme remember how i said you're hard pressed to find something purple that i won't at least think about I I like it. I think it's sparkled and I think it's tacky, but I think in a way that's very her and that's very that old school style of drag. Now that you mentioned the boa, I do wish she had done more with it, but like with drag, more is more. And Kasha Davis is really proving that more is more. Yeah, I think that more is bad. <laughs> it could have been better. Um I'm worried if this is like the promo look at, you know, cause they filmed this after the fact, but who knows, who knows? Um, I will give it a soft two. It's a boot. Boot. I'm going to toot it. My Rochester girl. Audience, 81% toot, 19% boot. Now what I did not say before, I forgot to mention it, but uh, Mrs. Kasha Davis is also tied with two other people um, because our point system is that screwy. Um, So we're going to talk about the next person because again, we're going according to my spreadsheet. From Drag Race 12, she came in sixth place. She is the Big, one of the biggest fan favorites of this cast it's Heidi in Closet um, who no longer lives in North Carolina she is a LA lady Heidi's name comes from a joke where Closet a man from her hometown tried to hook up with her and she encouraged them to not be hiding in the closet Rue tried to get her to change her name numerous times during season 12 but stuck with Heidi in Closet the suggested names were Heidi Ho, Heidi Hydrates and Heidi Aphrodite Heidi is the third contestant from North Carolina following Victoria Porkchop Parker and Stacey Lane Matthews Heidi was the first season 12 contestant to send home two fellow contestants who had sent home other contestants. Those were Nikki Dahl and Britta, who sent home Dahlia Sin, Rakam Sakura, and Aiden Zane. She is the third contestant to win her first challenge after being in the bottom twice after Raven and Coco Montrese. The cat suit she wore for the Cape Runway was originally made from some curtains she found on the side of the road. She made her Leslie Jones Snatch Game outfit the day of the challenge. Additionally, she made her veil for the Bride in Black runway the day of the episode from a bra that had lace on the cups. She, alongside Kokomo Trees and Raja O'Hara, are the only queens to place in the bottom and lip sync for their lives four times in a regular season. And she is the third queen to place sixth and be crowned Miss Congeniality after Monet Exchange and Nina West. Jeremy, what do you think about Heidi and Closet? I think she's hilarious and funny and I am ready for some good comedy um, from them. And I think that's what is making me, that's why I like, I like scaled them in that kind of rating of excitement. I'm excited for some laughs. Yeah, she is very, very funny. I encourage anyone who hasn't listened to my DragCon UK interview series, uh, part two, you got to hear my little chat with Heidi. She was very, very fun in that chat. Um, also, if you look at the photo that we took of her, um, she is in full, um, just flats, just lounging out. Very, very funny. 
Um, but she's got a great personality. She's really, really good when it comes to doing a little production number. Um, I am excited for Heidi. I do fear that, again, being another Rue favorite, she will become a target, and I don't know how she will take it. Uh, Femme, what are your thoughts on Heidi? I love this bitch. She's authentic in a way that a lot of Rue girls these days are not. Cough, cough, sugar, and spice. Um, And I think her personality is really beautiful and really shines through, and I'm so excited to see her with that All-Stars glow-up, mama. Well, speaking of, my burning question is she's got the charm, but does she have the looks? Allison, will she have the looks? No. Not even the new Rue Girl money? Money by taste. You said you it said earlier. earlier. You said it earlier. Um, no, I mean, you're right, but something, some money bought this look because, oh my fucking God. Oh, yeah. uh, look by Jeffrey money Kelly. Back. Hair by GL Walton. Oh, oh. We're going to start with Allison here because someone has opinions. Let me pull the look up. I think this is near perfection. It looks like everything else Jeffrey Kelly has ever made. Um, The shoe doesn't go with it. Why a fedora? The purse is a camera. It's cute, but like it doesn't go with it. Um, And I just think it fits awkwardly and it's not flattering on her body. Okay. Okay, Jeremy, what are your thoughts? Okay, go ahead. Allison. Oh, last thing. The way the hips come out, it's at a really awkward spot that does no service to her hips or her waist. All right, that's fair. Jeremy, what are your thoughts? (laughs) I hikey love it. (laughs) Would you love it? Wear it? I would wear it. Um, I'm pretty sure Heidi is way taller than I am even uh, um maybe like by an inch or two not that much taller um but i do like it it's giving luxury it's giving rich it sure is it sure is it fits her like a baseball glove what do you think um i think it's beautiful i think it's a lot different from what a lot of people did i do agree now that i'm really looking at the shoe that's an ugly fucking wrong shoe for this the camera doesn't go either you're absolutely right but i think everything else is a real it's like a real capital s serve I love the fedora. I think it's so unique because it's not something you typically see in drag. And I, I always love seeing something a little, little different that gives you a little bit of personality. Um, but if if this is a precursor to what she's going to give us, I'm at least happy she's improving in the look department because it, it, based on a lot of what we've been talking about, that's going to be our biggest concern with half this cast is will they be able to improve what they brought their first season? And that's kind of what All-Stars determines that your your fate on is your looks um and we haven't even gotten to somebody who i think is some of the worst looks in drag race history um well but, we're running out of options so i'm excited to exactly talk about it um but yeah i i think heidi is going to be really fun to watch she's definitely going to probably be your narrator for the majority of her time um do i think she can make it to the end absolutely oh, yeah. um it really depends on how this game is played and who is her ally um i'll give it a toot it's a boot a toot for me it's a toot everyone's so bitter audience 93 percent toot seven percent boot now if you're doing math friends we got two people left and there's only one more person tied in this this runner-up spot it is time to talk about 
the subway fish. Um, I have her with eight excitement points. Allison at nine. Femme at 12 and Jeremy at three. It is Alexis Michelle. She has auditioned every year since season two before competing on season nine. She is the cousin of Lisa Loeb. She is known for riding the New York City subway to gigs, which inspired her subway fish, uh, Princess Subway Fish outfit in the Dragly Ever After sewing challenge. She has the same drag first name as Alexis Mateo, season three, All-Stars 1 and All-Stars 5. She allegedly... Went on a date with Bob the Drag Queen where they ended up watching each other's audition tapes for Drag Race. Um, I am sure there's a lot of drag artists who share that same story. Alexis is best friends with Dusty Ray Bottoms, whom coincidentally both were eliminated during the ball challenge. Alexis appeared on Drag Me Down the Aisle alongside Bibi Zaharbonet, Thorgy Thor, and Jujube. Her drag daughter is... Um, that's right. Driving down the aisle was the first name of it. Um, her drag daughter is Dan. All Stars Eight was the first All Star season that Alexis allegedly received a phone call for. My burning question is: Alexis is a well-rounded drag artist. Does she have the star quality to snatch the crown and be the third winner from season nine? Femme. Snatch the crown? I don't know. Make some great moments, serve some great looks, get a great redemption? Absolutely, I think she does. I'm also very partial to theater queens, and like, her Liza was so damn good. And just any bitch who can live sing, I'm just, I'm ex- I'm so excited to see her and see how she's evolved. Allison? I like her. I think she's fun. Um, I think sh- she could step it up in the look department which by the looks of it she has so i'm excited to see what she brings kind of um jeremy are you worried for any guest judge who uh criticizes her a little bit <laughs> just Did a you bit. Ma- what 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 they should just bring tamar braxton as a lip sync assassin versus alexis <laughs> uh what are your thoughts on alexis um i wasn't really excited for her on her season and I'm not that excited for the season. I know she's like a well-rounded performer and queen. Um, I just hope, I think for me, it's like, I just don't want to get bored watching them on Drag Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because what Alexis does, she does very well. It's very cookie cutter. Um, I think she's had time to grow. I'm very excited to see if the growth will translate to this iteration of drag race yeah she was on season nine it feels like it was um years ago but it really wasn't that long ago but the show has evolved so fast that even that season the some of those queens are going to be feeling like they don't belong here um it is going to be interesting that it's her and james as the two representatives from uh uh drag race season nine and i think i believe if i did the math correctly i believe season nine has had the most representatives on an all-star from all-stars overall not um, five had, um i think they might i think five might have one less but who knows they're they're all up there i'd have to go back to the wiki i can't re- remember exactly um i do like alexis i think she's someone who is going to represent new york um and when it does come to theater queens she's this is her moment. If she does well, I would not be surprised if 
she gets a call to do some show somewhere. Mm. It's the moment. And I think she's on it in the right time. Um, this look is by Garrel Sparrow, hair by Marco Wiggs, shoes by Candy Trop, and jewels by Sorel Originals. This is breathtaking. It's this is it's so good. Absolutely so, stunning. So um, it is dramatic. It is it is beautiful. The hair, um, blonde is her color. Shockingly, now, um, just just the way that that cape moves and and the way the silhouette just hugs her body, the bust and with the jewels on it, it, it it's it's stunning. Jeremy, would you wear this? I don't think I would pull that off. No, uh, <laughs> but it's so elegant. Uh, I don't think I give elegant, but it's elegant. Uh, I don't know. It, it it gives me like rich person going straight to like the theater or the opera. That's what I'm giving or getting from that. It looks like a European queen. Mm. I love it. Um, Jeremy, have you ever been to the opera? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I have. Really? You've been to the opera? I've never been. Yeah, I have because... You know, I work for a college, so well, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, well, that that's fair. I mean, I've worked on an opera and because of theater, but I've never went voluntarily. Um, this is gorgeous. Allison, would you wear this? No, it's not my style. It's not slutty enough, but I really like it. How could you make it sluttier? Chop the dress off where the slit is and Ooh. change the hair. Why but is I this gorgeous? Everything about it. There's nothing wrong with it. The color, the fit, the styling, the hair. It's all great. Now, Femme, do you want this in purple or do you would you this color? So I have a lot of pink tones in my skin. So I don't know if I would look good in like baby pink. Someone who knows skin tones, please feel free to comment. Um, but no, I would absolutely wear the fuck out of this. I would wear this to host, I would wear this to my funeral. I would I would wear it to vacuum. I just it's so beautiful. And that did you see the back of the hair? No, mm-hmm. there it's. Uh, I can't even describe it. It's just it's so good. Yeah, th- this is for me perfection. Definitely the top two of the week for me. Our our next person is perhaps Mike, but we're not there yet. We're not same, there yet. Same. It's a toot. It's a toot. Two, 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 the moon. Two. Audience, 100% two. They loved <gasps> it. So, friends, based on the four of us, this is where we are for excitement points. Allison, 12 points. Jeremy, 11. M9. And she's still in first place, even though I kind of tanked her at five excitement points. Um, and it's simply because of how she performed on season 13. And I did not like her placement. It is Candy Muse. The Muse is back. Um, that being said, she is a sweetheart, a lovely person. I've interviewed her twice at DragCon now. Some of the best content that you'll, you'll get. Um, she is reality television gold. Her name is taken from Beautiful Darling, The Life and Times of Candy Darling, Andy Warhol Superstar. Candy has gone viral for starting the sitting alone in the VIP meme. She was raised Mormon growing up. Her original drag name was Cherry Blossom, which was given to her apparently by Lana Del Rey. I don't know how that if that's true. Um, sure. Her drag mother 
is Aja. She is part of the House of Aja, which also includes her drag sister, Dahlia Sin. She auditioned four times before being cast on season 13. She allegedly was cast on season 12, but had to drop out. She was replaced by Dahlia Sin. She was the second person to drop from season 12, the other being Tamisha Iman. Coincidentally, they were the center of drama during Untucked when they both were cast in season 13. She's the third queen named Candy, following Candy Ho of season 7 and Candy uh, of Dragger's Talent 2. She is. She took her, Candy the longest time to win her first maxi challenge, achieving it in episode twelve. She is the third queen to have their first and only win be the roast, following Kokomon, Trees, and Peppermint. And Candy and Simone are the second pair of queens who have survived a double Shante and then become the top two of the season. If you listen to my recaps of season thirteen, you know I was not here for the muse. <laughs> And it was mostly because some of those looks were so, so bad. So bad. And it killed me to even say it because one of her designers is uh, a dear friend of the podcast. Um, So it, it killed me. That being said, she knows how to do television well. She has used her time on Drag Race to her advantage. She has star quality. My burning question is, Candy Muse has star quality, but does she have the finesse to be placed in the Hall of Fame? And that's part of where I struggle with this cast overall. Because look at who the winner is going to be hung up next to. Does Candy Muse have that same power, Allison? Absolutely. Why? I I think she's a legend. I think she is... So very entertaining. I think post-show, her drag, she doesn't miss now. I think Jeremy? she's an icon. I think she stands. I think I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Candy Muse stan. So I think her, I think she belongs. And if she takes it all the way and wins it, I can definitely see her in that Hall of Fame of Queens. Yeah. I can I can see her in the Hall of Fame and even if like I can like 82% see her in the Hall of Fame now but like what I'm really feeling is that like even if I'm not 100% convinced on it now she's going to prove it to me and I'm excited to watch her prove it to me because I know she can and I I I think it's going to for me come down to the runways i know she's got the the power to do well in some of these acting challenges i just hope whoever she does for snatch game is going to be a better choice um she she has an it factor and i think for her to do well i'm gonna need to see good looks if this is step one of the good look department she's proven that she's going to be there um the look is by diego montoya hair by christoph mecca we love we love 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 um allison tell me about it it's a shoot it's so good it's so high fashion not a single thing wrong with it would you wear it i would and i ran into her in spandex house in new york once and she's such a nice person i've been friends with her on snapchat for years oh my god she's no she's she's absolutely lovely um jeremy what do you think of the look I love the look. I it's elegant. It's I I don't know. Just a the way she I think just shows up. Uh, and then I see her in this photo shoot. I'm just like, yeah, she commands the space. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fam, it's purple. Are you approving? Oh my god, it's beautiful. I also, um, I know a lot of people really hated Silky's Canada versus the World Entrance look because of the floating feathers. I think they are done so classy here, and I think the proportions are so bonkers because it's clearly what Nasha was trying to do but didn't do successfully. I just this look is fucking perfection. I want to lick it, but then I'm worried I'd ruin it. Yeah, the structure of it is wonderful. The feathers do add a touch to it that really makes it um, high quality couture. Um, and the hair. I mean, let, let's be real. Christoph Mecca has done so many hairs like this, but not this one. And it, it fits her perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, if this is what she's going to deliver week after week, fine. I'll, I'll sign off of that. She definitely has a shot to win. Um but when it comes to, as we've discussed earlier, there's pr- basically two people we think have the ability to win, and it's her and Jimbo. Jimbo just has been able to do runways a little better um, and have has had a little more moments than Candy does. If Candy can beat Jimbo in that department because we've seen too much of Jimbo, it, it, it could be hers. Um, but we know that, that Rue is going to love her every single minute. I'll give this a toot. It's a shoot, baby. I have a second at shoot. Shoot! Triple shoot. Uh, audience, 91% toot, 9% boot. So there we have it. Those are our 12 percent. <laughs> I'm not going to give names. You can DM me later and I'll find out who they are. Uh, but yeah, um, those are our 12 queens. Interesting, interesting. It's going to be a really interesting season. Um, I, I, I think so, because I, I think I'm going to, when I go to DragCon, I really want to see who the fans are going to want to meet. Mm-hmm. If their lines are not like wrapped around their booth three times, I worry about the season. That being said, we've had bigger surprises. I think All-Star 6 for me didn't live up to the hype for other people it did. I feel the same way about this cast and especially coming off of all star seven. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, it's a weird dichotomy just because like we've had so many seasons, just the one onion is fine. I love you. Sorry. My we're making meatballs. Um, (laughs) um, but it's going to be an interesting dichotomy because I feel like this cast is a very clear division between the haves and the have-nots in a lot of ways i i almost wonder if that was the intended idea for this season was to be er, like finalists versus early outs or something like that Mm -hmm. and it would have been interesting if they had like explicitly marketed it like that yeah i love to share the instagram counts of our queens would anyone like to without looking on the instagram Guess who the most followed Instagram queen of this cast is? Either Jimbo or Candy. Yeah, I Jeremy, think, who do you think? I think it's Candy or Jimbo. Yeah. Jimbo or Candy, maybe Heidi. All right, here we go. 70.6 thousand for Monica Beverly Hills, jumping all the way up to 120K, Nisha Lopez. Jessica Wilde at 153K. Lala Ree, 168K. Darian Lake, 174K. Hannah Montrese, 184K. James Mansfield, 209K. Alexis Michelle, 212K. Mrs. Kasha Davis, 231K. Jimbo, 
four Andy Muse, 426 k with Heidi in Closet at 801,000 followers. I love Boom. to be right. Insane. I would not have picked her ever. Um, but I, I, I think that's going to be some interesting. Um, do you think queens on the show ever like compare notes like that and, and, and let that determine how they're going to vote? No. I think that's ridiculous information to have off the top of your head. Well, like, just more so, it's like, oh my god, I can't get rid of the fan favorite. They're gonna hate me. Well, yeah, but I don't think it would come down to, like, Instagram followers. Like, it's very clear who the fan favorites are and have been. Yeah. That's fair. To wrap this up, I'll give you each one final statement to share what you feel about this season and what you want to say about this season or predict. We'll go in alphabetical order. Allison. Candy, Muse, winner, the rest of them can go home. That's all I have to say. Them. Don't underestimate the campy bitches. Jeremy. I'm ready for a chaotic, a chaotic mess. <laughs> Ooh, chaos. Well, I... I think chaos is probably going to be in our cards, uh, especially once we figure out how the um, dynamics of this fame games plays into it. Um, I just hope it's not too producer heavy. And that, like, let, if you're going to let the fans decide something, like actually please let the fans decide something. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. All right. Where can we find you all on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Let's go in reverse alphabetical order. Jeremy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at rootless underscore you, Twitter at rootless youth, and what is my Venmo? My Venmo is Jeremy dash towards dash five. Fem? Hi, you can find me at fem.day.violet on Instagram. Um, I have, will be performing with Mrs. Kostra Davis at the Corning Museum of Glass on June 9th. I have the third installment of my Golden Moon of my Moon Cabaret series, the Golden Moon Cabaret, on May 26th in Ithaca, New York. And I am out and about and I am planning on moving to Chicago. So if you are a Chicago listener, I'm hilarious and you should book me. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram at iAliceInWonderland and for all of my shows at www.dragqueenentertainment.com. My Venmo is my boy name, so I'm not giving it out. But it's in my Instagram bio. There it is. Well, friends, this was fun. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you you for having me. Hope I was a pleasure to have in class. A big thanks to my panel for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.